0: Hello, this is John Withers. Welcome to Table Talk. How are you faithing today? I want to talk with you uh, today about uh, three kinds of gatherings. Now, the word church uh, has been kind of messed up, way more than kind of messed up, because it implies such an institutional, organizational kind of setting, when in reality, um, the word church in the Bible is better understood as uh, people gathering, yes, but today I want to talk with you about uh, why we gather and the purpose of gathering, and I want to talk with you about three kinds of gatherings. There may be more, so if so, I'd love to know and consider that, but the three I've identified are uh, study groups, uh, task groups, and nurture groups now in reality one group could be all three of those things a group in jesus description is at least two where two or three are gathered in my name and the word uh, church means um, called out ones together called out of what called out of yourself called out of the world called out of the Wicked ways, called out of uh, living a life with self-centeredness and uh, um, self-serving ways, and called into a life of loving God and loving other people the way you love yourself. Um, Called out of that, the called out once gathered. So uh, when a couple of people, or thousands of people for that matter, uh, gather, it seems that um, we often misunderstand the purpose. Um, And there, as I say, seem to be three purposes. Now, I will tell you my conviction, you can make your own judgments, but I am convinced that the smaller the group, the more impactful that group becomes when it comes to uh, tasks and the more enriching it becomes when it comes to study, and the more vulnerable and transparent it becomes when it comes to nurturing. Now, I want to say that again, because you may not have gotten it. The smaller the gathering, the more impactful that gathering will be in terms of uh, the study, because there can be lots of interaction, and the the better it will be for nurturing because there will be more honesty, more transparency, and vulnerability. Now, task is a different one in that, uh, yes, two people can carry out some pretty significant tasks together, but sometimes the task facet of the body of Christ is best in its impact when there are more people involved. Now, there can be too many because there may not be the right kind of structure or leadership for the greatest impact, but most task groups are larger than two or three, but still small enough for them to carry out significant work. Um, I, I'm a part of an organization that started a uh, initiative to help children learn to read. Started by Christians, it's start. It's called Read to Succeed. We copied it here in Lexington from Memphis, Tennessee, uh, and uh, and as a result, twenty years later, it's still going. But it's a task group. It's Christians who. Uh, volunteer to give their time to help a child who's behind in their reading become more proficient in reading. And uh, it is also designed by enough people that there is very extensive and helpful training available. It involves people from different parts of the body of Christ. It's generally held in small Churches in distressed neighborhood and their congregational setting there. They're in a position to know the kids that need help but may not have the resources to help them. So the body of Christ can come together with the task of training and assisting one another in different locations to address a need that exists in society that Jesus cares about. And he does care about children Being able to read so that they can be high achievers in life so um, that's an illustration of a task group Uh, the nurture group is one that we yearn for and um, often we go to a congregational setting and we still don't get nurtured because there's no context for us to share with someone in fact it's stated uh, in a lot of the research that if someone attends a congregation and do not make a close friend within six months within that congregation, they will not continue to attend there. Well, that's because we need nurturing. We don't know how to explain it, we just know there's something missing if you don't have friends with whom you can interact in a vulnerable way at times. Now, what uh, congregations do often is they do a great deal of study. I personally believe the study's been overrated, and here's the reason. I know a whole lot more than I'm implementing. I'm failing to do a whole lot of the things I already know I should be doing. So studying more and more is not going to help me because I don't think God's going to reveal to me a lot more about life for me until I implement the things he's already showed me. And I personally think that's almost universally true. I'm not denouncing study. The Bible says study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, uh, rightly understanding the, the words of truth that come to God from you, uh, for you, from God for you. So we, all of us who are followers of Jesus, do need to study. But I'm much more a, uh, a fan of what I call just reading the Bible to know everything's there so you can know the truths and principles. So the three kinds of groups, be they large or small, are, from my perspective, uh, nurture groups, task groups, and study groups. And I am convinced that you need to be in one. I do not necessarily believe that attending And simply hearing someone teach without being able to interact in that study is as beneficial, not even close to as beneficial as you meeting with just one other person or preferably a few. So, listen, friend. Get into a biblical gathering of called out ones. Let's pray about it. Lord, as we shared today about our life with one another and you, I pray you'd motivate that person who's trying to decide what it means for them to be involved in the body of Christ. And Lord, help them if they can't do anything else to just find somebody else who loves you and to get together with them regularly, often, to figure out how you want them to serve together, I ask in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen.